Industrial Talk is brought to you by Armis. Yes, you are in the digital transformation game. Yes, you need to find trusted companies, trusted individuals to help you along with that journey. The Armis platform delivers complete asset intelligence. You know what that means? Insights into your connected assets. You're in the digital transformation game. You have to have that insights into what is connected. Go to Armis.com. Find out more. You will not be disappointed. Also, industry IOT Consortium. At Industrial Talk, we always talk about education. We always talk about collaboration. We're always talking about innovation. And if you're a business that has any desire to be resilient to the future, you need to be able to educate, collaborate, as well as innovate with other industry professionals. That's a must. Industry IOT Consortium brings that all together. You need to be a part of this community. You need to be connected with these leaders that are all a part of the Industry IoT Consortium. Go out to iiconsortium.org. Find out more. Again, you will not be disappointed. You're just going to be happy. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, what's good? Thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. You are absolutely joining the number one podcast in the universe, Sarah Liz. Don't, don't. <laughs> it is the universe. We're beyond the web telescope right there <laughs> and we celebrate industry professionals all around the world because you are bold brave daring greatly you solve problems you collaborate you're making my life better and you're making the world a better place to live that's why we celebrate you we are as you can tell by the noise in the background the music the 80s 70s vibey mood music in the background we are broadcasting on site at mxd chicago illinois this is an innovation center that is second to none it's excellent. They have an open house because we're a part of that IMTS thing that's going on, too, which happens to be pretty big. Liz is in the hot seat, and we're going to be talking a little bit about education, upskilling, reskilling, all of the stuff that's so important to manufacturing. Let's get on to racket. Hey. Hello. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I like this stuff. I, li- not this, but I do like this stuff, but I like the fact that, that uh, I get to see cool technology. Pretty great. Yeah. There's a lot of it this week. But you know, what's, you know what the problem is? The problem is is that um, on a podcast, dive deep in, in, into uh, code, <laughs> you wouldn't even listen to nope, that. not going to happen with me. <laughs> <laughs> Nor me. I'll hit that jettison. I'll just pull that thing, and I'm out of, I'm out of the cockpit. <laughs> Big time. All right, for the listeners out there, give us a little background on Liz and uh, MXD and uh, your involvement as well as how long you've been here and uh, anything else I want to ask you. Absolutely. So I have been at MXD now for seven and a half years, uh, working... Since the beginning. Since the beginning. Since the beginning. In fact, before I came here, I was out in Washington, D.C., working for the Obama administration, uh-huh. leading the U.S. Manufacturing Council, and that is where the idea for these institutes started. So... Uh, but, and that, that idea is what? to set up a network of manufacturing innovation institutes across the country to Uh, increase manufacturing competitiveness in the United States. So that was a policy recommendation that came through the Obama administration, and now these 16 institutes that you see around the country are the product of that. 
when we say 16, are they all MXD? They're not all no, MXD. No, they're different names. They're different brands. Different names, different brands, and most importantly, each one focuses on a different technology area, and that's really important because we can't all be focused on the same technology. We're looking at different topics. We're looking at additive. We're looking at uh, flexible hybrid electronics. We're looking at, in the case of MXD, we're looking at digital manufacturing and cybersecurity for manufacturing. Cyber's big. Cyber is have you ever critical. found? Yeah, have you ever found the fact that... Uh, it's a conversation or a topic that people need to talk about, but nobody wants to talk about it. It's you know, I find that's true with workforce I, sometimes too. Hi, yeah, I had a I had a, an attack over here. I was just wasn't prepared. Let's have a conversation. No, nobody wants to have that conversation. Nobody wants to have that conversation. As our CEO just said in his remarks, it's not it's not if it happens, it's when it happens. Oh, absolutely, it's it's. Yeah. That has to be at the very beginning of any of the conversations associated with digital transformation. It, it should be. It, it's really important because otherwise you got to go back and do a lot of work. And it, you can save yourself if you start that conversation right at the beginning. People always look at, we will get into the topic that is so important to us. But, <laughs> but I, am, I am deviating from that real quick. And that is, uh, it's... it's if you want to achieve it, you're saying, hey, I want to be in this digital transformation world, this journey, because it is a journey. It'll make your ears bleed it's such a journey. But uh, you, you need to be in it. You've got to have that conversation. You've got to have it up front and, and you know, do it. And I'm glad you guys are talking about that. That's because right. Because people don't like cyber people. Well, and as you will hear tonight, uh, manufacturing is the most targeted sector for cyber espionage attacks more than any really? other industry no because of both the IP and the uh, supply chain vulnerability. It is the most targeted sector. So I had a conversation with a cyber company and uh, what do they call it? They call it the um, island hopping. They call it island hopping. Let's say I am a big company, mm -hmm. right? And I have vendors. And so what happens is that Cyber people go after the vendors to island hop to penetrate That's the right. network that way. That's right. That's right. I, I, I had to pick myself off the ground. I just said, oh, gosh, I don't want to be a... a no. You don't want to be the island that, <laughs> that, let, that let them in. So, yeah, we, uh, Scott is the uh, problem to this particular <laughs> That's attack. Right. Uh, oh. That's right. It's All stressful. right. One of the conversations, the topics that was very, very hot in manufacturing, of course, it's training. It's, it's education. It's attracting the right people for your business to be in business and be sustainable for the near future, if not a legacy. So, That's right. What is MXD doing about that? So we have a workforce development program, a workforce development team. Our, our workforce program is called MXD Learn. And it houses all of the programs and projects in our workforce portfolio. So we are looking at uh, a little bit of everything at this stage to make sure we understand where the most value is for industry and current workers and future workers. So we are looking at uh, middle school programs that build oh, good, awareness. Good. We're looking at high school programs that can offer dual credit with the community colleges. We're looking at apprenticeships that bring in small and mid-sized manufacturers in particular who have never participated in an apprenticeship program before in many cases. And 
trying to help them understand the value of, of engaging with apprenticeships at the community college. We are looking yeah. at defining the future of work. What do what kind of skills are individuals going to need? What kind of roles are employers going to need to have? And then we're looking at how we make it as accessible as possible for individuals to get access to this kind of training and curriculum. So when I was a boy, which was probably maybe about 15 years ago, <laughs> I look younger than I am. Anyway, so I remember in second grade, and I really, it's sort of weird, that we would always get film. Somebody come in, bring us film, and it was always about manufacturing. It was always about, hey, we're baking bread, and then we're going to put it on the truck, and we're going to go, and they just would just provide that picture, that story. And I remember as a kid going, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that truck driver's going over here. And, and I think that we've gotten away from that a little bit, uh, developing that story of, of, I mean, if you go to MX, or, or IMTS, mm-hmm. how can you not be inspired? Exciting. Come on. That's right. It's exciting. It is. It's really, really exciting. It is. It is. So what, what, what can we do to begin to inspire younger professionals, like, like you said, in, in sort of middle school? What, what, what are we missing there? So I think that we are selling young people short a little bit here. We talk really? about, I do, Ooh, I do. I, uh, we, we, <laughs> we say that they're not interested in manufacturing careers. But our experience has been that as we are talking with young people, they're extremely interested in manufacturing careers, and they are thinking about all the high-tech, advanced manufacturing opportunities that exist. They have better awareness than I think some of those who are currently in the manufacturing workforce. Then then why is there that sort of negative thing going on out there? Why is there this misconception or this, can I say misconception or mis... Yeah, misconception. Okay with that. Why? Well, I think there's a couple things. I think there's a lack of awareness about the opportunities that exist. Okay. So I, I think you're right. Individuals, young people, even even current workers aren't that excited necessarily to go work on an assembly line, but they might be very excited to design and program robots that do the work that was traditionally done by an individual on the assembly line. That doesn't mean we have fewer workers. That means we have workers in different jobs. And so I think that there are two pieces. One is awareness about the opportunities, both for individuals who might step into these careers, but also for manufacturing employers who we're encouraging to think about advanced manufacturing technologies and the implementation of those technologies within their factories. So I think we have to ask manufacturers to step up a little bit more. Yeah. I agree with you 100% on that. I think that if... I think if, if a manufacturer comes to me and says, I'm having a hard time finding people. Okay, great. You're, clearly, everybody's having that. What are you doing internally That's right. to, to up your game? That's to, right. To, you know, be different or to communicate that, no, we're here for the long haul. And we're going to be doing some remarkable stuff, whatever that marketing is. And being clear about what it means to be employed in, within that facility. What is the career pathway? What opportunities exist for the individual worker? All of us going into any kind of job want to know what the career pathway looks yeah. like at that place, yeah. at th- that yeah, place yeah, of business. Yeah. And so the same thing would be true with the manufacturers. What are the next steps? How can I continue to grow and develop a career here? Not a job, but a real career. Yeah, see, I think that's, that's sort of an epiphany on my part. 
me, not not you. You created the epiphany. Whatever the math is, um, it's all on this side. That I, I think you're right. If if I'm a manufacturer and I'm and, and I'm somewhat lazy, and this is the way we normally do it, and when all that garbage, um, that's not a good strategy to sort of develop that business that is resilient and leveraging all the beautiful things that's taking place in the future. That's right, and it's hard for manufacturers too. So we. We frequently cite a statistic that says 85% of students who are in school today will, in primary school today, will ultimately end up in jobs that have not yet been created. Whoa, 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 whoa. I did. Yeah, sometimes I gloss over data, but that sounds like 85? 85%. It's a significant number. Five. And so when when I first heard this number, I was like, that that doesn't seem possible. But in the last seven and a half years that I've been working, the growth I've seen in the career opportunities in manufacturing, we went from barely understanding what a digital twin was, except within very niche groups, to it being kind of part of the common language now within all manufacturing, and even, frankly, beyond some manufacturing circles. And so we talk about how difficult it is for manufacturers and academics to think about what kind of skill sets they need, what kind of jobs they need, what kind of equipment they need when the the world and the technology is moving so fast. So what do you start? I mean, where, where, what's like, what's, you know, the well, starting line? Because it's like, yeah, you're, you're, yep, you're hitting on all cylinders. Yep, you're, you're, you're. I think a shameless plug, a great place to start would be the MXD hiring guides where we identify 412 jobs of the future. These are what we anticipate will be the roles and skills and career pathways of the future in manufacturing as it relates to digital for manufacturing and cybersecurity in manufacturing. So, but I have to be a member. But it is free to download from our website. Is it really? Available to anyone. And, and, and the analytics that went behind that, right? It's this like, is a, you know. a, an in-depth collaboration with Manpower Group out of Milwaukee, yeah. but also with dozens of our subject matter experts across industry and academia and, and, frankly, some of our government and nonprofit partners. So me as a broadcaster, I want to download that and say, did you know that in the future there's – hey, you know who I was talking? I was talking to somebody about nanotechnology. Nano. Yeah. Super small. Yes. Now, it's just like, it's like, no, this is not, it's just insane. So somebody's going to be responsible for nanotechnology. Well, and it's even, uh, think about the, uh, one of the roles we, we talk about in our digital cyber or digital hiring guide is a data ethicist. A manufacturer needs to think about employing someone within their facility who is a data ethicist, because as we start talking about connected factories, and the data we're collecting and analyzing, how are we making sure that we're protecting it, that we're using it in appropriate ways? You need someone with a skill set to be thinking about that. This is what we anticipate is the future of work is going to look like in manufacturing. And this is why it can be so difficult for manufacturers to, to think about what kind of talent they need to bring yes. in and, and, and foster. And you, you touched upon this, this speed. Like again, I'm just telling you, man. I, I I went to a conference last year, and I go to a conference this year. It is like it doesn't even look the same, right? The the the, the, the jargon is different, you know. It was and 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 it's just, yeah. I can understand how people are going. Oh, I don't know what it is. It's so hard, and and because it's yeah, well, moving so quickly, 
uh, academia has to move that quickly too. So we have to think about non-traditional yes. ways of learning because we yes. can't have individuals go into school for two, four years, come yes. out and expect to be up to date on the technology. It's moving way too fast for that. We have to think about manageable bite-sized opportunities at learning that yes. allow those who are working to jump in and out as they need to. But it's exciting. Come it's on. So exciting. It is, it's, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. It's crackling with the buzz. I, I love it. I, I really do. And I think that uh, I, I wish I was younger because I would I would definitely go down this road because it's just it's, it's just exciting. It's just like it, it, it's, it's got meaning. It's got meat to it. It's, 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 and the opportunity is, frankly, kind of thrilling. Big time. And, and you could go anywhere. Anywhere. You know, like if, if you if you master this stuff, yeah, you're you're the definitely the prettiest person at that dance, no doubt about it, man. Because I, if you do it and you do it well, and I mean, yeah, you're gonna be knocking down the door. How do the people get a hold of you there, Liz? Uh, they check out mxdusa.org. My information is available for for anyone on our website. Her name is Liz. She is an absolute. I don't know, education juggernaut. Can I use that? Because I, I, I love just, it. I just wanted to do that. I love it. <laughs> All right. Download that uh, information. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to download it, and I'm going to tell you to download it because I want to know what the you know, the, the, the workforce of the future is going to look like and what it means. All right. Once again, we're broadcasting from MXD in Chicago, Illinois. It's an innovation. God, it's an innovation place. That is big time. Yes, it is. And, and I'm getting ready to go on my little tour. I want that. Good. Anyway. But good. Yeah, and I'll be in there forever, too, as well. <laughs> Thank you, Liz, for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. All right, listeners. We're going to wrap it up on the other side, so fear not. We're going to have the contact information for Liz and others at industrialtalk.com. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And truly, thank you very much for your support of Industrial Talk. That was Liz Strzok. MXD is the organization. They have a wonderful innovation center up there supporting manufacturers. You need to check them out. All of the contact information will be out on industrialtalk.com. So fear not, you will be able to get a hold of these incredible professionals. Now, a couple items to put on your calendar. We're going to be broadcasting from Fabtech, that's in Atlanta. That's November 8th through the 10th. So we're going to be on site there and just celebrating incredible manufacturers at that event. Now, we're also going to be in Barcelona the end of January for IoT Solutions World Congress. Both events are a must-attend event. And it's all, you know, just like I said, go out to Industrial Talk and you'll be able to find the links. And, and, and we're going to be there. So look me up. Look up Team Industrial Talk and you will have a great time. All right. Once again, be bold, be brave. Dare greatly. Hang out with people like Liz and you're going to change the world. Thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And we're going to have another great conversation shortly. So stay tuned.